What's going on, man? It's your boy, Jay Holly, and we are back with another episode of Unfiltered with Jesse Holly. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're all far too kind. You could have been anywhere in the world, but I am so glad you are here with me. I got company. I bought a guest. We got people that came by to see us. Man, um, you guys know what you got to do. Like, subscribe, Fanatics Views, Unfiltered with Jesse Holly, Instagram, Mr. Fourth and Long, Facebook, Twitter, Mr. Fourth and Long, man, all of the above. Go out there, hit the notification button. Make me a part of your family, okay? Make me a part of what you do. I want to be a part of what you do. Uh, but you guys know how I like to get down. I like to get my motivation at the beginning because, let's be honest, a lot of you are not going to be here at the end. And that's okay because I'm just not for everybody. But before you go and before you leave, find three episodes. By the time that you see this one, this is episode 57. Um... There'll be 57 out there. Find three of them. 15 minutes a piece. If you don't like those three episodes, find three more. And then three more, and then three more. Keep listening until you fall in love with me. I belong in your life. You belong in mine. All right, so here's the motivation I got for you today. You know I like to bring my therapy sessions to the pod. I pay for it, and I give it to you for free. You come for the word, you stay for the sports. You feel what I'm saying? So in therapy this week, they asked me, we always come to a point in time where we go, you know, as you get older and you mature and you have families and things happen, the question is always asked, what would big you tell little you? And you think sometimes you go, boy, you have these thoughts and you have these things. But the question is now that I have for you, now that you've matured, now that you've been through some things, now that you've elevated and grown through some things, now that you've seen some detours happen in your life, now that you've dealt with some bad relationships, mm -hmm. you've had some great relationships, some things have been all through your life. What would big you tell big you? That's the question. What would big Jess tell big Jess for the future? That's a question I want you to sit with. I want you to ponder with it a minute. I want you to have that in your space for a little while. Not little you, because little you is done. Little you can't do anything for you now. That's an afterthought. Now all you have is big you. So what would current big you tell big you to help big you in the future? All right? All right, let's get into this thing. I told y'all we brought company. We bought company. We bought a little boomer sumer to town. You know what I'm saying? We brought a little boomer suit to the town. You know what I'm saying? My God, man. Thank you so much. Mark Clayton is in the building, brother. How are you? Good. Good to see you, brother. Thank you so much, man, for coming out. I appreciate you giving me the time, man. And, and I'm not going to waste your time because I don't want you to waste mine. We jumping right into this thing, brother. So if you guys don't know, Mark Clayton, boomer sooner receiver, NFL wide receiver. And I want to start from the beginning. I want to start, you know, high school, right? Like, was football the love, the first love, the only love? Was there something that came apart that was like, you know what? Nah, not really. I was baseball, I was basketball, I was track. It was like, nah, I, I was born and bred to play football. Yep. And when I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it the best. Bro, I'm sure, just like you, was all over the place. Yeah. I was basketball, football, track. I, was, I even did tennis. Okay. But uh, no, basketball was the love, bro. It's still love to this day. Likewise. And, you know, football was something I did. I was a quarterback, too. Okay. I wasn't even a receiver, so... I didn't. I didn't even make the transition to receiver until my uh, the end of my junior year in high school. We had a uh, you know we had we had a really good team. We had two quarterbacks that went. Uh, one went to TCU. Uh, one went to Southern Nazarene. I was not playing in front of them, but they got hurt. 
And so I had to go play quarterback. Mm. And my first game was versus DeSoto. And so Arlington, Sam Houston at DeSoto. <laughs> and we need to win this game to go to the playoffs. And so it was funny because they had this in Mark Clayton we trust on the walls at school. And, Ooh. you know, I'm walking through those things. I'm feeling, I'm like, yeah. all right, we'll be good. Bro, 30 to zero. Mm. We took that L. <laughs> 30-0, man, and they, you know, after the game, coach was like, you know, hey, man, you thinking, I think I think we should move you to receiver. And I'm like, cool, let's do it. And so I played one game at receiver my junior year and then going to the spring and I'm in 7-on-7 seven seven in my senior year, I'm I'm locked and loaded at receiver. But and then that's now, how I made it. So you, you come to a point, and so tell me, like, what schools are coming in, right? Like, yeah. uh, like is – uh, are the schools coming in by the numbers? Are they, are they saying, hey, we want you for quarterback, we want you right. to play this, we want you to play that? Or, or like, tell me about the recruiting process yeah. for, like, for you through that time back then. Yeah, back then, uh, so it was still, you know, letters. And I'm sure today is what, Twitter and everything, yeah. X and everything That was a good else. thing, that, right? That, back in the day, great, if right. you got the handwritten official letter. That meant something. Listen, like, ladies and gentlemen, that, that, if, that, if, that was, for, for all you youngsters in the, in the new Twitterverse that we live in, in the yeah. social media-verse, back in our time, Right. If you went, if your coach brought you mail or you got mail to the house and Man. it was the handwritten card or the handwritten letter, Bro, that was it. That was it. That was it, man. You could, that, that, was, you you could golden. You were, you, forget all the top 10 posts and your graphics and all that. Yeah, yeah. If you got the letter, the handwritten yeah. letter, yeah. Oh, I had man. to take that time. But yeah. So, I, yeah, that, my first letter was from, uh, was from Purdue. Uh, and, you know, we, so Coach OZ, Ken OZ. Amazing coach. Uh, that guy wanted to make sure every one of his kids went to college. Uh, to this day, everybody that played up under him absolutely loves him. And uh, he, he knew his guys well, and he knew I wanted to be an engineer. And it's, it's not ironic that the majority of the schools that first reached out to me were all engineering schools. So we had Purdue, I had Georgia Tech, mm -hmm. I had Stanford. I, had, I mean, it, and it went on and on and on, engineering schools. I, I thought this was amazing because I wasn't expecting to go to college. Right. I thought, you right. know, I want to play basketball. And then I wasn't getting recruited in that. So I was like, well, I'll go to the service. And so as this started happening, I'm like, man, this is amazing, bro. So it was Purdue and, and all those schools came in. And then as I got into the season, I had a really good game in the beginning versus LD Bell. And then I had, uh, I want to say Missouri came in. And then after that, it just went crazy. And then I had, you know, and then of course, you know, Oklahoma came through and Coach Venables stepped in and uh, you know he the first time he came to the house and he talked to my mom every, everybody in in the house was just like that guy's intense like, mm -hmm. <laughs> like that yeah. guy's intense yeah. and it just stuck with us and as that process went on you know obviously you know where I went yeah so now the question is being from Texas yeah right it's the question is always asked because like a lot of times you meet people and it's like it's one way or the other. Right. If you're from here, right? It's Texas, right. it's Oklahoma. And right. a lot of times, sometimes it's, it's my granddad, my dad, yeah. my uncles, so, they rooted for yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. this school. That, they yep. rooted for that school. Yep. So it's, it's a family lineage, right? It's, yep. it's, it's in the family tree of this is who we root for. And if you get good enough, you think to yourself, this, this is where, where I'm go. going, yeah, right? Absolutely. Was that yeah. anything like that yep. in your family? Was it, was it like, Right. Uh, it, it was. We wasn't. So my family. I was actually the first kid to, to go to college. Like we, my family. But who's your family root for though? <sighs> we were cowboys. Okay. Like, through and through. I didn't even. I didn't we'll watch the college. I didn't. Even, I didn't. I don't even remember watching the college football game until really my junior year. Like 
where it, I actually paid attention to a college game and I right. knew what was going on. Uh, it was OU versus Notre Dame and when Coach Stoops had first got there. And all I remember is them throwing the ball all over the place. Mm. And so, I mean, that's how much I wasn't interested or my, my mindset or thought process in terms of college football. That's how far away I was. Right. I, I didn't even know much about Oklahoma. And so uh, as it started happening, you know, I didn't have no bent in any direction towards anybody. It was just who's ever, you know, talking good, I'm listening. Right. Uh, my first visit was to Minnesota because the coach was talking real good. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, I'm in. I'll, I'll be up on a visit, like, right. shortly. And so, and, yeah. And so that was my next question is, is your four visits. You get four visits. I think it's five now. I think it's they give you five now, right? That's you get lovely. five visits, all, all expense paid. It's yeah. even more different now, like, because before yeah. then, if you got a little extra while you was on your visit, it had to be under the table. Yeah. Like, now they're just out there. They're just, they, they just out yeah, there they now. Just throwing it. They're just out there now. Like, they're, they're just out hey, there now throwing it in the making it rain. <laughs> so, of course, Oklahoma, Oklahoma was a visit. Yep. Minnesota, you just said, was Minnesota a visit. Minnesota was a visit. Who were your other two visits? So, Iowa State and Missouri. Iowa State and Missouri. Yep. And Iowa State was about – so, uh, me – so there was a kid, he was top five in the state at the time, Shadani Mitchell. And so it was, it was him, and we had a pretty good offense. Our mm -hmm. quarterback was good. He was being recruited. And then our center was pretty good. And this was the one school that all of us had in, in common. And so we were all like, well, let's, take it. let's, let's do it. Let's take right. a trip. So we all went to Iowa State and had a good time. And it was just, you know, boys and seniors getting, you know, having our – kind of senior trip right, before right, we right. had our senior trip. Right. So that, that's what Iowa State was about. I wasn't really interested in Iowa State, though. <laughs> and then, uh, so you, you take these visits. What was your – like, I know that you eventually went to Oklahoma, but who was your best visit? My best – Minnesota. Minnesota laid it out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Minnesota. Minnesota turned up, man. And, it, like, if – obviously, if it was today, it would have been one of, the, one of the ones that I'm sure the kids that have now, um, and it's accepted. It would have been one of them. Right, right. But Minnesota <laughs> turned up, man. They yeah. had a really good time in Minnesota. It was just too damn cold. Yeah, oh, <laughs> it man. It was so cold. So you, you decide, you pick Oklahoma. Yep. Watch them on TV. Yep. You get there now. What is the initial experience at, at yep. you know, leaving here, man. freshman in Oklahoma? Yep. Like, walk us through so, what that was. First of all, like, unlike like you, I'm sure you, you always had – you know, the shoulders no. and the... No. I walked on campus 160 pounds. I was one... Soaking wet. Soaking 49. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's get soaking yeah, wet. soaking man. wet. <laughs> Five, nine and a half, 149. And, uh, you know, the first... So, the thing, I, one of the moments I remember the most was, like, standing there and then a guy named Jamal Brown comes up and he's 6'6", mm -hmm. six, six, three, 335. He was the first rounder also. Um, but, man, it was just, like, that was eye-opening going to the University of Oklahoma and that that was like I'm I'm in I'm in this is the big boys club. Right. And then getting into training camp and uh I'll take it back. Summer workouts was a beast. And so get up there in the summer and I like in high school I, I played all the sports or so I try to play everything to skip the off season of right, the right, sport. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I ain't trying to lift no weights. And so we get up there and you can't cut. Like ain't no skipping, ain't no hiding, ain't no nothing. Like you they got you. Bro, I, I had a, I mean, full body camp, full body cramp week one. I ruptured a, a pec muscle mm. in the second week. 
uh, it was kind of, I thought my, I thought I was getting swole, but it was a, a swollen right, right. muscle. Um, but man, it was, that summer I almost quit, to be honest. And I, I was like, bro, this is, this is too much. And uh, all the guys, you know, were like, MC, you know, come on, man. Actually, my grandma was like, she sniffed it out because I go, she lived in Oklahoma City, so I have a ton of family there. And so I go to her house and I'm like, you know, I'm a, uh, I'm gonna hang out here for the summer, Grandma. Like I'm a, I'm, you know, I think we're off, and I'm gonna get a job, blah blah blah. And I'm telling her this, and she was like, Nah, I thought, you know, this is a couple of days in, and she was like, My mom, your mom told me that you, you're supposed to be here for summer training, right? And I was like, No, nah, no, nah, we off, we off. And she was like, Well, well, let's just go see. And then like, <laughs> she was like, let's, let's just go see. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, and so Monday we go up. And uh, I'm like, dang, like, you know, oh, man. <laughs> Drive up, man. And to this day, Coach Stoops will tell this story. Coach Jackie Ship will tell this story. My grandma walks up, and, you know, she just – she don't know. She's just trying to find out. And I, I ain't saying nothing. But she you know. Like, I, I already know. And so as soon as she get there, Coach Ship say, hey, MC, what up, man? He's like, hey, grandma, you talk to her. He's like, what you doing? She's like, oh, y'all got – Training, <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. They have, they've been training. Oh, he said that he was coming home. He said that Joe was off, and then Coach Ship looked at me, said, "Get your ass in." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> took me upstairs, had a talk with Coach Stoops, and then got with the boys. And then you know they they huddle around me like, "Bro, you good, bro? It sucked for all of us, and we we're here. Like you're right. gonna be all right." And so That's that was that. I was almost out. I love the grandma. I love, me. Yeah, I she, love brought, the she pulled me back. Got a look. Yeah, yeah. Because yep. I was raised by my grandmother, and uh, they can always sniff it out. They sniff it out. Like they okay. can sniff it out. And crazy. funny story: when I got to UNC my freshman year, like you, I was skin and bones. Mm -hmm. Didn't lift no weights and all. I was just yeah. all mouth and athletics, Man. right? Like yeah. an athlete. And I remember getting there, and at the time, it was a senior. His name was Dexter Reed. Mm. Um, Dex, I mean, unfortunately, he was famous for, he was the one that Greg Jones knocked his helmet off gotcha. when we played oh, the, Florida State. Mm -hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, yeah. But, but this is our senior leader, right? Like, right. this is our leader. He's, he's like, he's been there. He's all ACC, exactly. all that kind he's of stuff. Yeah. And, and I come in there, and, like, we're doing, like, you know, you, when you come in, they do the strip test, right? Like, how right. much you can bench, and now they, they gauge your, your numbers yeah. off that. So I come in, and they put 135 on the bench, no. and I, I lift off one, boom. I go for two, and I'm shaking like a stripper. No. Well, I'm shaking like a stripper. Stop, bro. And so Dex is standing <laughs> there, and Dex is standing there, and Dex had this really loud voice, deep voice, loud. It wasn't deep, but it was loud. It was like a siren. Right. And Dex is like, this is the mother the child thought was going to come in here and help change our program? Right. This week can't lift 135. Right. And I was like, right. I'm going home. I was like, I quit. Like I was like, I'm, I'm not doing this. I was right. like, what is this? Bro. This is this is crazy. Crazy. And and, and the same thing. Like, I was yep. like, but Liam McGregor was like, no. Coach pulled me in. He's like, listen, relax. Everybody came in here like this. I'm like, mm -hmm. man, like these are men. I'm like, I'm this young boy. I can't lift this weights. The scenes are yelling at me. I want right. to fight. I'm going home. Like I'm 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 just gonna go home, man. Like, this ain't. I, I thought this was something different. And it ain't what it is. And, and, and it, I mean, of course. It worked Obviously. out, right? Obviously. You know, it worked out Obviously. in the end. But, Absolutely. But to have that freshman bro, moment that's is... Little, hey, I sure... 135, bro. I, <laughs> I wasn't in the 135 because I feel you, bro. Shake it like booty me. I'll, Boy. Bro. I'm talking I, about... I mean, hips off the bench. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there trying to... I'm trying to hump that 135 right. back up and it ain't moving. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I all know the captains and I knew well. was like, this supposed to be the big time receiver y'all were telling us about? No, this no, sir. week, I was like... Yep. Boy, but you know, 
And so now you get into the season, you yeah. redshirt that season, I redshirt, right? I redshirt, yeah. And so now yeah. you're you you having an opportunity now because your team going to win, they won a national championship. They won a, yeah, that right, yeah, absolutely. So from a redshirt perspective, mm -hmm. you're looking at that and you're seeing all these. You know, who's your quarterback? Is it Bradford? So it's it's it's, it's Hibble you know, it's, it's, it's and White. Hibble and White. So, that's yeah, right. That's right. No, Hibble and White. No, you, yeah. Absolutely. And so, Hibble like, and White. these are your quarterbacks, and you're yep. watching this. Like, give me some of the names that was on that roster that year. So, so at receiver, there was Josh Norman, who's back there now, Antoine Savage, Curtis Fagan. Um, and then there was myself, and then Will Peoples, and Antonio Perkins were like, the, Perkins was kind of the highest rated guy that right. was in there. Uh, we had a deep, essentially a deep recruit, receiver room. Um, and then Jay White was in the mix because he was like one of the first kind of, Free, he ran like fofo. -fo. Like mm -hmm. Jay White was a free, like he could dunk and all that. Like he was crazy, and then he was before his time almost. Like, but he was he was crazy with it. And then in the, in the, in the line we had, uh, and so Jamal was coming up. Wes Sims had came in, so our bookend tackles was looking lovely. Um, and then we had uh, well. Well, that's, those were the, the two big ones that came in, and we had some other guys that were or that had already been there early. So the offense was set, and those receivers, Jay Normal, they're senior and junior, mm -hmm. and so they're established and coming off a championship, so you know they can ball. Going into my redshirt freshman year, that obviously is like, I'm, I mean, I'm probably not getting too much clock with these boys in there, but I'm I'm not thinking about that you know I'm, right. I'm young and you know I'm, I'm bright-eyed bushy-tailed and this is I'm really happy to be here, happy to be here I, I thought I was going to the Air Force to be honest and so I would just have fun and my deal was different from all of them because I was so small I'm just gonna be really quick and make people look really silly right and so I <laughs> so I wore my nine because of Peter work and I did my Peter work thing Let's go. on practice squad we share that we share that love thing. for Peter work as well bro, re, hey, I wore, dub, I wore bro. nine in high school and college because of Peter work Bro, hey, yeah. and I, I'm always looking for a cutback. Like, Man, I never <laughs> I had no like, skills. I never had no, I never, my dead leg was always dead. dead, leg it, was dead. It, it was that, was it. Yeah, it was it. Nah, I never had the dead leg, reverse uh, field, run yeah, foot. No, down, no, yeah. I, I, had to, oh, I had to realize that it wasn't in my, wasn't in my spirit. It wasn't in, God didn't bless me with that. They didn't cooperate? No, I didn't cooperate at all with that. But the number nine, I thought up. in my head, I was like, Peter Warwick was definitely, yes, bro. That was the influence, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for real. He was the guy. He was the guy. So it was fun to basically do the stuff, the Peter Work stuff in practice and anytime I got the ball in my hands and that led to potent me getting the opportunity to do it in the field. Do yeah. it on the field. Yeah. So you get through that freshman year, they win the national championship and, yep. and now it's your time. Yep. yep. Right? Yep. It's it's your time. Now you get to the winter workouts yep. and you get to the spring ball. Yep. And like when did you know, like when did you kind of have that feeling like, you know what? I do belong here. Like this is this ain't uh, too big for me anymore. I'm I'm yeah. I'm I'm not only am I one of the guys, but I'm a guy. I'm a like guy. I'm I'm yeah. a guy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah. this is now it's time to go. Yeah. Uh I, that didn't that actually didn't really click till uh like my junior summer the summer going into my junior year. Okay. Like before that, Russia freshman and sophomore, I got hurt my sophomore year, so I didn't play too much. But that all that phase was just like, man, I, I know I can play and I'm just playing. I'm just playing. It just is what it is, and I'm here, and this is great. Um, going into my junior year, I got challenged by Will Peoples. At, like, man, bro, you like you got all these flat. Like, you could do all this shit. Like, bro, take it serious. And for whatever reason, him saying that, I heard it, and it just clicked. And that summer, me and Jay White put so much work in. Like, I would always be like, bro, hey, let's go to let's go to some extra. Like, whatever. 
And uh, going into training camp, it was just like one-on-ones was easy. Team, easy, third, we got to convert, throw it to me. Right. Like it was just, I knew like I had it. And, right. and they knew, I knew I had it. And right. they were feeding me like that. And mm. that just changed, like the game was just totally different. And totally so different. That's a, that's a great place to be. Like when it clicks. Oh man. And you know it, it, you know it. Like yep. that's a level of confidence yep. where when you break the huddle, it's like, man. Oh, we good. Let's go. Oh, we good. Two say. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Ten. Oh, Lord. Like, <laughs> and that's and that's hey, something that I think me. I think young athletes don't. You know, when you talk about knowing the game and studying the game and mm-hmm. being part of the game, it's 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 one thing to have a skill set. It's one thing to have the information and know what the hell you're supposed to be doing right. with the skill set. That's right. Right now, when that starts coming together, it's it's, de- it's, it's deadly. It's a deadly situation. Ooh, it is, man. Because again, if if you're at if you're at Oklahoma, mm. you can play ball, right? Like if you're yeah, at straight up. If you're at Texas, you, you can, can play ball. ball. Absolutely, like it's, it's yeah. not like you having. To, you're not at Southern Alabama, where it's mm. like, yeah, maybe, maybe. Eh, Who know? Uh, yeah, no, maybe. No, no. If Everybody. You, if you're at one of these programs, yeah, it's a room full of dudes who can play ball. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's like physically, you got it, and that's the part Period. that separates. Yep. It separates is the guys who, yeah, he can run, mm-hmm. he can jump, mm-hmm. he can catch. But those that don't know how to line up at, those who can't read coverages, That's right. those don't know when to settle in the hole, have those don't, feel. don't have exactly. a great feel, right? Yeah. All those things. Patience, like all, yes, yes, bro. Route tempo, like mm-hmm. all of that stuff, mm-hmm. people, you know, they don't that's understand, right. like that's so much a part of the game than yep. just, oh, he runs a 4-3. Four four three. Three. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And so like, Absolutely. just know that that's the part of the good ones, the ones who really stay long and, the, you know, yeah. and, and have a really good feel of that is... Because we've both been a part of programs. We've both been a part of teams. We've seen some guys who's like, if he just studied. Mm-hmm. If he oh, just God. took a yeah. little bit of time yep. to understand what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, a number of them. And obviously any of the major programs, right. they have them. To that this day, them. they have them. They, like they, they're to there this day, right now. There's still some right now in programs you're like. That's right. If he just understood. Because now yeah. all he thinks is, I'll just go play ball. Right. And it's like, yeah, but you're missing out on so much more. True. Because you just don't want you won't put the time in to yep. actually look at a defense and know. And and I I, I think coaching is big. I I don't think a lot of coaches are really good at developing talent mm. either. I think that's a that's a you know a, a, a very rare kind of skill. Well, there's only a handful of, of, of coaches at each position at each level yep. that are good at developing talent. Right. Period. And so you know, for some guys, it's like man, it's just. If he was with such and such, and I was fortunate to have, you know, Coach Wyatt. He was a big, he had uh, Rashawn Woods before he came mm-hmm. up to, down to Norman, and bro, he was like a mili- He was militant about precision, and for whatever reason, his coaching style and how he was, it, it clicked with me. And you know, I, I'm happy for guys who end up and land in positions where, you know, you can see it, it has clicked for young men and mm-hmm. especially when it clicks early that, that is really cool but uh yeah developing talent i think i mean our staff was 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 phenomenal coach did a great job of putting our, that, that staff together that really took us you know beyond where we were at and then then you have the year right you, yeah. you, you have the year the numbers let me let me read them because mm-hmm. and I, I this is funny because i always say this about athletes athletes know their stats yeah, athletes know their good. stats they know the games. They know yeah, the yeah. numbers. Yeah. But the I gotta ones. read them. Yeah, I gotta yeah. read them <laughs> because, like, we're this is we're talking twenty years ago, right? Right. 
I know I'm sorry to It's crazy. You. I'm sorry to No, you good. You. I, me too. I enjoy it. Like, I, I love being 42. When you hear the God. numbers <laughs> and you equate it to today, because even though they were passing the football. We wasn't really. You wasn't passing, passing the, the football. football. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It was that's like, right. it was still fullback, mm-hmm. two tight ends. Yep. There's a lot of 12 personnel here. There's a lot of 12, right. tw- a lot of 12 personnel right. here, guys. Like, we're, right. we're going 12 personnel. All this four wide receivers, spread them yep. out, shotgun. Yep. No, yep. we're under center Screening. with 12 personnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All that, like, yeah not. Right, so you have the year. Yep. 83 catches, mm. 1,425 yards, 15 of them things. Mm. That was crazy. 15 of them things. That was... You smashed all the Oklahoma records. Mm-hmm. Now... Not only are you the big man on campus, you big man in the country, mm-hmm. right? Like when you think, when I, when I hear 1,400 yards in 2003, I'm like 1,400 yards is a great season today in a pass happy, period, but in a pass happy shotgun, Joker's just throwing the ball 30, 40 times a game in college football yeah. now. You 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 walk out of there with fourteen hundred yards, fifteen touchdowns. Man, you are the Bolitnikoff winner. You know what I'm saying? You are man. You, yeah, you are the yeah. you are the talk of the town. You are yeah. in the conversation of being the best wide receiver in the country. Right. And to think about that in twenty in, in, in two thousand and three is like it's crazy, insane. It's crazy, like insane. And that you know my the the and so the whole kind of marketing deal around all of that was about yards after catch mm. mr yak like get the ball let him go and that was imagine nil deals then imagine the nil money man. you would have had behind imagine that campaign money you would have i mean come on we would it would have been crazy obviously oh i would have i'm two sport athlete i would love oh yeah i would have loved it i would oh, yeah. I what i would have been instant yeah man oh listen i yeah. it would have been I, you know honestly for me and my immaturity, I'm thankful it didn't happen because I would have been <laughs> right. gone. <laughs> right. Like, I would have been out of control. Me too. It, I would have been out of control. not for me or you. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, 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 no. Yeah, no, God no. knew. I was just going to say. My, my, my grandmother knew. passed when I was in college, and she left me a couple dollars. You know, me and my brothers oh, okay. a couple dollars. So I had a little bit I had a little bit the of taste. You know like, what I'm saying? A little taste. At that age. And then yeah. I had, of course, I had the handshakes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You, know, you, you, you had, had a handshake, too. You had the handshake. Definitely had a handshake, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come down here and wash a car. And you wash a window. You know, and you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, wow, we won't, we won't get into that. We won't, we won't yeah, but I should do yeah. this more often, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, uh. hey, he's washing cars down here at, the, at this BMW dealership. Like, wow. Yeah, wow. I squeeze you the window, I squeeze you the window, I squeeze you one window, I squeeze you one window, and I made my, right. I, I got a Guadalupe, right. and I made myself no doubt. comfortable no for doubt. the rest of the day, you know, yes, yes um, but That's funny. so as you're exiting, right, you got, mm. you got the lights of like guys like Adrian Peterson coming to town, and yeah. What was yep. what was like was was he? Because I remember him from the league, and I yeah. thought he was built in a in a factory. Like this is was this a dude yeah. you saw his freshman year was like, oh he can go play with the big boys right now out the blocks. Absolutely, Adrian was a Greek god, bro. Yeah, like everybody knew he didn't have no business really being there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't know how Coach Neil pulled that off. Uh, well, it, come to find out, it was the call to his pop, like the love that right. they showed his pops, which is amazing. But uh, that's like a switch move. That's that's yeah. genius. Anyway, I, but uh, yeah. No, I, I was no, gonna say he, our good friend Tashar Choice was yes. also a running back there, and when he oh man, when, when he saw we when, had to talk, and, and, and Tashar was like, man, because it was Adrian Bro. Peterson, it was it was the other back that was there it was another so Kiwan Jones, Kiwan Jones, and yeah. he was like, yeah, 
I, I I'm not gonna play. Like bro. I'm not gonna play. So I I, I, I need to that's I need to jump bro, in the portal. Bro. I need to jump in the portal. That's why he did. Yeah, he that's my bro, bro. Yeah. We had we had to talk before he took off the GT, <laughs> and I told him I was like, bro, he gotta go. Yeah, you do because them dude like that dude and that dude. He's senior and then them and then it's like, bro. I was like, bro, you're gonna be good though. Like, it's gonna be good though, but it won't be here. No, it, nah, it's not here. It's not, Here's nah. not the place you'll be good at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, and he, he, it made a great decision for him. He went he back home. Absolutely. He went back. He went back to Atlanta with the Georgia Tech he and had a great tech, career yep, and had a great professional career. Came now here, he's coaching opposite. Yeah, it's love. Yeah, it's all love. It's, it's all. Yeah. That's our guy. It's that's all love. Exactly. Listen, he's he's your guy except one day of the year. Exactly. One day of the year, he's like ah. Mutual understanding. Yeah, they understand. So, so you get through all that. Um Come up short, yep. to, to to Larry Fitzgerald. Not a bad, not a bad guy to come That's up okay. short. Okay, Hall of Fame. Like right, like at College, the end of the day, pro, like bro, at the end of the goat. day, you can go goat. At that time, you're like, well, I'm better than him. Blah, blah, blah. But right. when you look back, you go, yep. All right, not a bad guy to lose to. Absolutely, lose not. a Blitnikoff to yep. uh, to, to Larry to Fitzgerald. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I will give you my personal like. So as as you guys are exiting school. Mm-hmm. In, in 2003, I'm entering college. Gotcha. Right? Oh, so I'm, right, I'm on the. Right, so right, now right. I'm looking at guys as a taller receiver. I'm looking at, because again. Mike Williams. Mike Williams. Your, yeah, right. I'm, your, looking at, I'm looking at Mike Williams. I'm right. looking at guys uh, like Larry Fitzgerald. Right. Um, Mike Williams actually was my host when I went to Michigan right. State. Was one of my best visits at Michigan uh, State. They uh, took very good care of me at Michigan yes. State. And I would have probably ended up at Michigan State had they not fired the coach uh, before I got there. I would have probably ended up there because of the visit of the, yes. by, by Mike Williams. Yes. But that was for me, mm-hmm. right? Because you come and the size of Peter Warwick, he was a smaller guy, quicker guy. And I was like, well, right. you know what? I'm six foot two and I'm not I'm not the no, quick I'm not guy. That. I'm yeah, not yeah, this yeah. is not my game. Right. Like, my game is like what Larry Fitzgerald's game is. Right. My game is what Mike Williams' game is. That's and right. I'm like, but then that began to give me hope. Because I was like, oh, yeah. Because I didn't see big, tall receivers like that coming up. And then I'm from the East Coast, so I'm like, mm. what I saw on TV was Notre Dame, Penn State, mm. yep. Nebraska, yep. Michigan. Man. They all running the ball, yep. right? So I'm like, not attractive. Not at all. Like, nah. like not at yeah. all. And I and I laugh yep. because I look back on it, and because of my 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 lack of culture outside of the state of New Jersey yeah. um, and not understanding what different places were and looked like because I had never been. Yeah. So there were offers from Oklahoma. There were offers from me from Texas. There were offers from me from Oklahoma State. And I was like, don't waste your time. Because mm. I'm like, I'm not coming to those places. Because all I knew was like, hey, you go to like that, that Midwest type of Southern type thing, mm-hmm. they're going to hang a black kid down there, right? So uh, like, this is where you at. Okay. This is where I'm at yeah, in my yeah, head. Yeah. I'm in my head like, like no I'm from the inner city of New Jersey. Yeah. So any, yeah. I don't know anything outside of Maryland, right? right. Like That's Maryland, right. like I said, everything, Maryland, Penn State, Ohio State, Maryland, yeah. Ohio, all that is what I see on TV every day. You see the Miami because Miami was, at that time was in the Big East. Yep. Right? Oh, yeah, they were playing yeah, Rutgers. So they were playing, they were playing, they were playing Penn State. Up, yeah, you know, yeah. So they were playing Penn State. They were playing those games, of course, NBC, Notre Dame. So right. this is all I see. Right. I don't, I don't, you know, you'll see the Florida State, but I don't see the Texases. I don't see the Oklahomas. Mm. I don't I don't know that. I don't see it. I'm not really privy to it. And like you, I'm not locked in every Saturday to football to college football. I'm outside. Right. I'm, exactly. I'm doing yeah, with young kids. I'm outside. Exactly. I'm hooping. Hoping, like something. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, Absolutely. We, didn't, we didn't have all the seven and seven circuits and mm, like they have yeah, now. Yeah, like, didn't. No, That's right. Northeast no. was, yeah. No, like they, we didn't have all that. Like That's they, right. Yeah, you had That's some right. like, you do like the rivals camp every yep. now and again, but wow. I'm playing AAU ball. 
That's right. Yep. You know what yep. I'm saying? So it's like that was my mindset at that point in time. Yeah. But so you get yeah. through Oklahoma, so and now it's draft time. Where did you end up training at? Like where were you? So I went to API. I went. I okay. was out in Tucson. Okay. Or Tempe. Okay. Tucson. So but, uh, yeah, I was in Tempe at and, API. And so now, tell me about the drive process, right? Like, how are you feeling going into this thing? What are mm -hmm. they saying to you? You feeling first round? You know, what teams are talking to you? Combine? Mm -hmm. um, did you play in an All Star game then? I I did. Uh, yes, I played in the Senior Bowl. The senior Bowl. Okay. So I went to the Senior Bowl. Okay. And that was, so let's 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 yeah. let's, let's speak of that space right there. Yeah. And so for me, I was I was a kind of a cuss one two guy. In, in, you know, going into it, and my uh, agent was like, "Yo." Like yeah, let's you should definitely do a senior bowl because that's that's where everybody's gonna be and you'll be able to you know kind of establish yourself a little bit more. It's like cool, so I go to the senior bowl, had a great senior bowl, had some great conversations with everybody, and uh, come out of that, and my agent was like, man, all you got to do now is run fast, like literally just run fast. I was like, bet. So we go out go out to Tempe and. I get to training, and bro, I got out there. My, my, I was like a four-five when I first got out there. But by the time I left, we was clocking like you know four-three-eight, four-three-nine, four-four-zero, and so I was like, I was feeling good going to the combine. Yeah. And uh, getting in there, you know, the combine is is is, you know, you you feel in the weight of the light mm -hmm. and the moment. Right. Like you can you can feel that, and it it was, I mean, it was good because it was like playing in a championship game almost. Mm. And I and I think. You know, today is is even more you know of a of a spectacle, but you could you could see more kind of what's going on with the guys. For us, you know, it was hidden, and I'm more of a kind of a to myself guy, and I keep everything in, and I you know, I'm not not a rah rock guy. I ain't gonna give no speech or nothing like right. that. I'm just I'm locked in, and I'm 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 ready to go, and I'm always like, all right, next, what's next, and lock in on that and get it done. And so getting there was. For me, that was the first time that I was feeling kind of anxious. <laughs> I was kind of, you know, because this is, I saw what the NFL was and I saw where I was headed or had the potential to, to be. And I felt that way. And I think that that anxiety and, you know, really wanting to, to do good played in my favor. And it, I mean, it kept me on my P's and Q's and I ran. I, I mean, I, I got down. I gave everything my hand, my little hamstrings <laughs> had, and <laughs> we, we were, I don't know what I, I. It was like fofo, low fofo, whatever. And I was like, man, like I, I was just smiling. Like he was like, man, you did it. And I was like, I <laughs> the MC's just smiling. But uh, yeah, no, it was a, it was a, my agent did a great job walking me through it. Right. And I was in a really good place. API was a tremendous, you know, facility right. and all the guys, you know, at a lot of guys at that time there. was going to API. That's where it went. And so I had a, had a, you know, a great cast around me, just helping me navigate it. And then getting there and the performance was just all the work that was put in before. Right. So, so like once you got put in the nice. running part, I was like, oh, I can run these routes. I can do the routes. Was that was easy. Yeah, like, that was the easy yeah, part. Yeah. It was like, once yeah. I get past his yeah. 40, oh, yeah. all the rest of that stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's, yeah. We're rocking and rolling. Yeah. We're rocking and rolling. Yeah. And draft day. Yep, draft day. Draft day's coming. What's your draft party looking like? Uh, you at low the crib, key at the I'm crib. Low. Yep, same. Just family. I would have been on a boat like Joe Thomas if it wasn't for my mom. Like, nah, we having people. Right, <laughs> I right, was right. Like, all right, and so draft. Yeah, so we had. A, we was at home. I was at home, and we had. Uh, she invited, you know, the friends, the family, and uh, I think we had a couple new stations out, and uh, my coaches, all the coaches and stuff. It was, it was. I mean, it was a. She did a really good job, like putting it together. Right. Phone rings. Ozzie. Was it Ozzy? It was Ozzy. Ozzy calls you? Yeah. And he says, he says what? He's like, uh, he said, uh, 
hey, Mark. And I was like, what's up? He's like, you ready to be a Raven? And I was like, yep. He's like, uh, all right, you up next. And for me, that call, was, it was so simple and it was so quick. Like, I just, you know, it was what it was. But then I sat there and then on the TV, you see tags come up and then Right. And then when they say that, that just sent me like what the number twenty-two wicked. overall pick, the Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens select. select. Yeah, like, like it's so crisp to this day, and that bro, I was I was just I couldn't even contain myself, you know. So I'm hugging my mom and everybody, and just, everybody was celebrating. It was a good time. So now you 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 initially you get to Baltimore, right? Mm -hmm. And it, it's kind of like the system starts all over again, right? It's like you leave high school, you get to college, and you're like, yeah. do I belong here? Right. Now you go through the college, you go through the draft process, and now you're in your Baltimore. You walk in the locker room, and, and now you're looking yeah. around this locker room, man. I want you to name, because yeah. I know, I want you, you, yeah. you walk into this locker room, and this is like, yeah, this is a locker crazy. room. It's a locker right? room. Right. So like you walk into this. This is a locker room of locker rooms. You walk in here. Bro. Here it is, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed again, because rookie. now you're a rookie mm -hmm. and you're a first-round pick. So there's a level of yep. expectation that comes along with this. Absolutely. Right. So you walk in this locker room and I'm 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 scanning the locker room for you and I'm looking around. Right. And I'm saying, fifty-two. Yep. Twenty. Yep. Like. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Oh, thirty-seven. You you looking in like what? Whoa, right like ninety six like yeah like it kept going. So, so the, and the names and the five numbers five. that I'm naming like, five five <laughs> was, right. So the names that yeah. I, you're talking about, yep. Sorry, Lewis. Yep. This is Ed Reed. That's right. This is Terrell Suggs. Uh, Deion this Sanders. Prime. This is prime prime. This is this, this is, is Jonathan Ogden. Jonathan Ogden. Oh, Jonathan Ogden. Right, right. Like you got. Absolutely. It's not out there. He, not, there. Yet. Not, not yet. Not yet. Right? Not yet. But nope. I mean, you're nope. talking about. It was Bart was in that, like, before he was Bart. This, this like, is five Bart's all the famous in there, right? Like, you're, you're looking around, you're saying, like, this is, like, what are you yeah. feeling at that moment? Samaro, Dale Carter. Samaro like, now. Bro, we, they were, oh, we were so deep. Uh, but it was, I was so, like, I don't, I'm not a, I don't feel, like, too much to me, because it's like, when, when it comes to football, it's just, it's just ball. Like, it's I don't, ball. you know, it was, I didn't really get that. Really, until the first game where we played on a, I think it was a Sunday night or a Monday night game, where that energy was real and Ray did his thing, and that <laughs> that I felt that. Right. Everything before that was like I'm here to I'm gonna I'm starting and I'm here to do whatever I got to do as a receiver to help us win ball games. I'm on, I'm on business like strictly business, and so. I, I, you know, I, and I mean, if we go back and look at the film and training camp, I'm pretty sure they're like, man, this kid, he, he really got it like that, like, right. And then, and then I didn't miss nothing. Our playbooks were so. I, I was one of the kids that was just like, man, this playbook is. Do is there anything else? Mm. Can we add to this? Like, why don't we call auto? Like, let's check out of this stuff. Like, because I was a quarterback. I was also right. an engineer mind, and so playbooks for me, I could pick them up like cake and so that was it was it was fun that to to see them respect the fact that man this, this kid he he's serious like he studies he knows he knows his shit and he makes it happen like i was making plays in training camp and ended up you know starting that year which was you know it was, it was a great year we didn't win that much but right it was a, it was an amazing year amazing experience with all those guys all that leadership all that experience like it was it was it was an amazing first year that I have it with them 
that's crazy because most guys that come from college, the biggest part is, is learning the terminology. Yep. It's coming to the league, and now you're going from college where a lot of times it was more simplistic yep. in the play calling. Um, and then you get to the league, and now it's the sentence is a paragraph. Absolutely. Right? It's, yep. there's, there's hots, there's sights, there's yeah. motions, there's, yeah. there's checks and all that kind of stuff. And you're yep. like, wait, hold on, we didn't do this. We, right. didn't, we didn't do this five months ago. Like we didn't, right. do, we didn't right. do this. We didn't, yeah. we didn't do this five months ago. Um, but yep. you also came in a time like myself where, I, yep. I don't want to talk about the kids nowadays, but you had two a days, three a days at times. Yes. Full pads. Absolutely. Like like it, it was, was a, you were grinding. You were grinding. Yeah. Like it was Truly a different grinding. grind. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Like rookie yeah. minicamp was a grind. Like yeah. I, I I literally two, thought to myself when I was in rookie minicamp, I said. I can't do this because it was like it was like 40 of us and you had every rep, every every period, them. every special teams. Yep. And I didn't play much special teams in college. So uh -huh. like so I'm like, yeah, hey, you on the kickoff. I'm like, kickoff. Dang. They're like, oh, punt. Oh, you a big time like that? Yeah, right. I was on special teams. In college. I was on everything. No, I wasn't. You weren't on special teams? No, no, no. You were about that life? No, they, oh. they, they, knew, they knew not to put me out there. <laughs> I was like, listen, y'all brought me here to catch yeah. football. That's it. I'm not. I'm not running down on. Bro, nothing. I was. I was always looking to knock somebody out. No, I, I didn't want no. Like, I didn't I was, want no contact. I was like that. Like, I didn't want no contact. I was like, crazy. I didn't, no, 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 no. I was like, I'm gonna stand over here. Yeah. My, my, I'm gonna be pretty. That's funny. I'm gonna be clean. My uniform gonna be looking nice. My socks gonna be looking good. No. Yeah. And then you get to the league, and it's like. Yeah, you got that. You L gunner. You L five. Y'all L five. Yeah, five. And yeah, you almost in. Yeah, you in the mix, bro. You PP, you the wing. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah, what? Yeah, I'm on the wing. I'm looking at Jude out there. And I'm like, right. He's a D tackle. That's right. Like I'm like, coach, how do I? He's like, you better figure it out. I'm like, I drop your ass, son. I'm like, come. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, hey. I'm like, this is not. This, he's like, you got to hold him up for two seconds. The punt will be. It'll mm -hmm. be away in two seconds. And I'm just like. <laughs> You gotta just eat that sometimes, that's you know right. what I mean? That's um, right. But that's that's yeah. you know because I my, my, I was I was thinking about I'm like man when you get to a space like that when you think about Ed Reed and and, and Ray yeah. Lewis and those guys yeah. like those dudes were really big on the importance of the little things yep. when it comes to the game the studying oh, yeah. the film all that kind of stuff so that wasn't that a hard I got for you. so it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't hard but it also made those conversations great so I got to soak a lot of from Ed. Yeah, and prom like you know, hey, what are you seeing on on this? Like we had this, I saw you do that. How like what was you looking at? Right, like, what was you thinking? And a lot of that played into making the game like so simple. Um, I mean, I one time like training camp, Chris McAllister, uh, there's a the name. Um, he covers me on the post corner, and I'm running his route, and I'm I'm you know four steps, and I'm going right four steps uh, post. Come out tight, and he's he's sitting outside, just sitting outside. I was like, "How? Like, right, how? right, right." He's like, "Bro, your quarterback, the quarterback never raised his shoulders. I knew you weren't going deep, and I I knew it." He's like, "Your quarterback never raised his shoulders." I was like, "That's insane." He never looked. He didn't look at me. Like he didn't look at me, and he covered me. And I thought right. that was incredible. I never seen that in my life or knew that that could even be done right he's like, "I'm I'm I'm not looking at you, but I can feel you." Right. I'm watching him and feeling you. And when he don't give me what I'm looking for, I ain't going nowhere. Man, that's straight that's, up. Like that's the information. Oh, mind that's blown. The information. So now, who's your guy? Like in, in the locker room, you come in. You're one of the young guys. Like so, who who is? Because everybody has a locker room. You got your guy. Like this mm -hmm. is who I'm. Is this who I eat with every day. This is who yeah, I kick yeah, yeah. with. This your, your, or dude. Practice, your dude. Yeah. Like who was your dude in the so, locker room? Yeah, my dude was Daniel Wilcox. 
Okay. Uh, Shouty. Yeah, yeah. He was a, he was a tight end uh, from Georgia, mm-hmm. and bro, we just connected. That was my guy. Like I don't know, we just just connected. We like like guys, and you know, he was, he took care of. Him. He was there. He was uh, shoot. That was probably his third or third year in or so. So fairly close, and he was just kind of like a big bro to me. What was the difficult part of like? Cause they're like, are you? This new atmosphere, you're in physical, Baltimore now, the physical. physicalness. It was the physical, yeah, the yeah. physicality. So I, I, I'm a grinder and I work, work, work. So um, uh, actually one of, the, one of the coaches told me as the season was going, he was like, like, you ain't going to be able to work that hard. You need to chill out or you ain't going to make it. Mm-hmm. But I tried and I was like, oh, I could put in a little extra. Like I'll just do a little extra. But, bro, when you get to week 12, 13, <laughs> 14 – Bro, it's them legs mm-hmm. are jelly, like jelly. And you know, I'm in games, and I mean, I, I'm, I'm, a, I pride myself on being able to like not come out of game. That's right. that's big. I'm like, nah, I can block, I can, you know, I can pick up route, you know, hots, I can run all the routes. I don't want to come out of the game, bro. I'm, <laughs> dude, I had a tap. I'm heads having all I day, like tap, let's go. Bro. It was that's a whole nother beast. Cause those those games are different. The physicality is is just different, and I don't know. I'm like, man, that, it's not like that that much bigger and, and faster or not. We all like got it, but no, it's just a whole another animal at that level. I think it's it's mental, which makes you work a little bit different physically. Right. Um, so yeah, no, nah, it was the physical part got me my 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 rookie year. Who for sure. who was the one guy in the locker room? You was like, not effing with him. Like, steer clear away from him. Don't want no smoke. Uh, Dealing with that joker, Bart Scott. No, yeah, Bart Scott was a he was a b he was hilarious, but he was a, like you just know don't 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 mess with Bart like Bart Bart will he yeah he'll he'll mess he'll mess you up. Favorite teammate of all time, Ed Reed. Ed. Just fun, down to earth, and ridiculously smart. Just know knows everything. He knows all. He knows defense, special teams. Like he just, yeah. Ed Reed. Toughest quarterback to play against. I mean, sorry, toughest oh. cornerback. Excuse me. Corner. Cornerback to play against. Um, man. Shoot, Revis. Mm. Even young, he was really patient at yeah. an early age, which was crazy in mind one. Uh, then we had so in practice, C Mac was kind of tough. He was six one. You know, and pretty like he's stout, and he was pretty patient. It's the patient ones that yeah. that they get you. Uh, another one was really good was uh, Lee Botton. Mm. Lee Botton, who ended up going to the Patriots and getting a ring, but Lee and uh, Cleveland, Cleveland, was right? Stout, like he was yeah. stout. Fun fact: Revis and I had the same agent. We came out the same year. Nice. We had the same agent, so we lived together uh, in Arizona. Up, and we, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was tough. It I was tough. So I know what you're talking about. Yes, we, we, like, we we lived in Arizona, and we trained at Fisher Sports uh, uh, in Arizona. Very and, nice. And so seeing young Revis, yeah, like he was, he was like, and that was the thing about him. He was very patient. Very patient. And he was strong. And strong. That's right. Like that. Like even even his rookie season. Yep. Like. Like you think you got him, and no. I had like when I left college, I had size, right? right. Like I was two, I was two twenty five when right. I finally left college, so I had size. Right. But Revis, he could run with you. Yep. He was patient. Yep. And then when he had to put that hand on you to move mm-hmm. you or get you off your spot, off your spot. Yep. It was, bro. It was, it was, it was impressive. Yeah. It was very impressive, and it's memorable. Yeah. <laughs> and then, no surprise, he had the career he had. 
For sure. None. Um, who was one of the guys when your team, when you were on the sideline that you got off the bench and went and watched? Uh, I liked watching uh, Adelius Thomas play because he was like six, two was like the freakiest dude to me. He was like six, two, six, three, 270, 75, but he was like a four, three guy. Mm -hmm. And I just, and they, we would put him at like, we put him at end, we put him at linebacker. He played safety some, he played corner for Cincinnati this one time. Uh, Anywhere on the like he would play, and I I I enjoy like watching Adelis because it's weird seeing this big ass dude at corner or when they put him at safety. Like it was it was weird, bro. But it was really cool because it's just in the NFL you got these freaks that are just ridiculous, and he was one of them. Toughest team that you guys had to play. You had to you uh, felt like you guys had to play Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Bird. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah. Palomalu back then. Yeah. And they were uh yeah, they were running that that's thing. That's a physical game, right? It was there. yeah, yeah. That was Pittsburgh. that was, that's when that's when football was Oh, it was ball. Poor Joey Porter and yeah. oh man, them boys was stout. Yeah, that was a those those was great, great matches. When you think about Baltimore and that organization, like we talk about yeah. the Cowboys, we talk about the Patriots, but I don't think there's enough national credit, mm -hmm. TV credit, like just to talk about just how well run that oh organization, is, organization is. Like, yep. and you had a chance to start your career there, be in that organization for a while yep. and be around and, and see you were, you, you were coached by, Billig, uh, by Brian, Brian Billick. Billick. Yeah, yeah. And you had a little bit of hardball as well, right? I did. Yeah, yeah so you, you did, of course, you had yep. a hot, you I had saw the transition. Yeah. So, you, I mean, you had, you know, yeah. all, like, just talk a little bit about just how well run that organization is and what Ooh. makes it, what makes it so special? It is it is a family organization. So I, I was fortunate to see uh, the handoff between Art and Steve Bashotti. Yep. So rest in peace, Art. But um, man, it was a it was a beautiful like transition. How how they did it. Steve would always be around with Art. They were riding the cart together, and Art and we knew you know what was up. Um, but Art, the way he ran it was it's a family organization, and we take care of our administration and our coaches and our players alike. And we make sure that we put time and a focus on what happens with family outside in. And so it was cool to have like my family around or, you know, like my brother would, would be around here and there. But, they would, you know, they would treat him like he was one of the players. And anybody to this day that spends a little time, have a cup of tea or whatever in Baltimore will always say like Baltimore was like home straight up and and that's because of the way art ran it and then handed off and showed steve it was cool because you know getting to know steve a little bit and going to his office he has a picture of a kid getting a jersey signed by johnny unitas in the rain and that's steve Bashotti. he was like man i i you know, as a kid was a huge fan and i'm here at camp and i think it was one of the last days of camp uh and it rained that day and he's standing out there, and uh, Johnny Yu says that he, he was going into the locker room real quick, but he said he'll be back. He waits for him. He stands outside, and he waits for him. He comes back, and he signs his jersey. And obviously, he got a picture. Somebody had a picture of it, and he'll never forget it. And fast forward, he's now the owner of the Baltimore Ravens. But just kind of that and what that meant to him and how grateful he is 
in 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 those moments and throughout his life that flows downhill through the organization and you can feel that you know through a, as a player or any anybody I mean our fans obviously know that but if anybody was to to go around and do a tour or do anything and and have Harbaugh you know come up you'll feel like uh, he's known you for uh, for a while and he's gonna sit there and have a conversation with you and he's just down, like everybody for the most part is just down to earth like that just really cool if you had to take one moment from your time in the National Football League, no matter where you were at, mm -hmm. what was the moment that you'll say, like, that you would want put in, 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 in lights, mm. right? Like, what was your- Frame it. Yeah, it was, what was that moment that you would say, this was, this was I'll never forget this moment? Um, I will never, that's a, I mean, it's a couple, but I mean, one, I will Give never forget. Give us two. Give us two. All right, I will never forget my first, my first game, my first moment as a, you know, my first game as an NFL player, and then my Which last was? one. Uh, a Sunday night game, rookie year Sunday night game versus Indianapolis Colts. And so uh, Peyton Manning, who obviously is like, that's, that's Peyton Manning. That's, you know, uh, Reggie Wayne. That's right. those of them boys. Like, that's them. Um, that was just, that was amazing for me. And then my last game, uh, as a Ram, uh, never forget, like, because I didn't know that that was my last game, but it was my last game, and it obviously set the trajectory for what life is after football. Right. And so I, I'll, I'll always remember those. What was, what was, what was the best thing you said you bought? And <laughs> what was the one thing you would say, why the hell did I buy that? Uh, let me see. Why the hell did I buy a million-dollar house? Uh, and didn't even really even stay in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a didn't slight flex. Really I bought a million dollar <laughs> like, crib. It was really so didn't stay in it. Um, and the best thing I bought was uh, 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 I really loved this. Uh, a, it was a, a custom Mercedes that was the one of the, the still the funnest car that I had. It was a um a, a, a V twelve uh C L whatever sixty something. I don't remember that. But it was like the funnest car that I've pretty much ever had. You still have it or you No I, no, no, I don't no, no, no but no. it was it was it was, <laughs> it was fun. It was fun while last and you talked about your last game with the Rams. Like you didn't know it was your last game, but was there a moment in time like even yeah. after that where you were like, Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like, what was that thought? Because I remember, yeah. for yeah. me, I remember sitting in, I was in New England, yeah. and I was, like, I was, I was sitting, I was like. Nope, it ain't happening. I was like, and I yeah. couldn't quit, but mm. I was like, but yeah, you, I'm in training camp, I'm in training camp, and I'm like. Oh, this is training camp. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm yeah, just yeah, like. Early. Yeah. So I'm like, if they come knock on this door and say, mm -hmm. bring your playbook, I would be the happiest person in the world. Mm -hmm. right. right. Like I just right. knew I was right. like, I don't have the love. Because yeah. I was I was the person that I love to work. I love to study. Right. I love the grind of football. Mm -hmm. And when that no longer became fun to me, oh yeah, no, nah, you I can't. said, Yeah, I said this for some this for them. You'd be miserable. I was miserable. You I was like, I used to I used to love to compete. I used to love the challenge of competing. Mm -hmm. I used to love the fact of learning something new, working through something, learning like oh. right. and I was like, this is difficult now. Like yeah. this is a this is a struggle for me to stay after practice. Yeah. This is a struggle for me to come back to my room and and, and dive into the playbook yeah. and stand That's, in the hallway and run my plays. You know what I'm saying to yeah. myself. Yep. Like that part yep. became hard. Yep. And I was like, That's that gonna make practice suck. Yeah. Like. Yeah. 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 Nah, my my was well, it was 
in a who I can't even remember who we were playing, but it was on a punt return. Um, and so I had to rupture patella tendon, and I had made it back. And on this punt return, um, going out there, I already it was kind of like like before the game, it was kind of like ah, I don't know. Uh, but on this punt return, I going out to you know get at 42 or whatever, and my knee was just sliding. And as soon as I heard the thud, like boom, it was a beautiful punt and plenty of space. And when I started going back to get in position, it was just sliding. And I knew, nah, I can't do it. Like I'm, I'm good. And so I was fair catch, boom, plenty of space, went back to the sideline. And I told, I was like, man, hey, like I'm, I'm out. Like I can't even, I can't even go. So I said, you know, put Danny in. And right. Yeah, you know, we'll re re up at the end of this, but I can't go no more. That, was, that it. was it. That was it. Like I, that was it. I wasn't fit because in my mind, I'm I'm like this is what is your seven, eight, seven, and I'm like uh, I'm still, you know, I'm wanting to be able to to walk. You know? Right. Like I, I I I'm like man, I this is great, but I I want my knees to be straight as I'm as I get older, uh, and so at that time it's just like ah uh, like I'm. I'm all right. Like I'm, I need to go get this addressed, and then we'll re 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 uh, assess it. But uh, no, nah, that was that was it. That was it. You gracefully yeah, bowed man. out. And, yep. It was like, I'm good. This was I'm, an amazing, unexpected <laughs> journey, and I absolutely loved it. All right. So now I want to. I kind of want to go back. Not go back, but I want to go back and speak about Oklahoma, mm-hmm. right? But in 2023, mm. and it's kind of full mm-hmm. circle for you because you yeah. said earlier, uh, uh, Venables was the one who recruited you, yeah. and now he's back as head coach. Um, one, just where you feel the state of Oklahoma football is right now, yeah. and now how do you feel that they're trans- they're transitioning now mm-hmm. into the B- uh, SEC? You're going to play with them big boys, yeah. Uh, man, I feel I feel really good having Brent Venables leading this this uh, team, uh, the university at this time um, in, in college football history. Um, I think, you know, teams that are, that are tough, that are defense, you know, focused, defense-minded teams um, are the teams that will be the most successful from now until, you know, history. But um, with BV, man, I just, I just knowing him, knowing his passion, knowing what he's about, knowing his, his level of, of detail and focus and what he's going to want to demand from from the guys, I, I I was you know ridiculously happy to that you know a, um, Joe Castiglione hired him. Yeah. And so going into the SEC, I, I wouldn't want to go in there without with anybody else. Um, you have to have somebody who who understands defense and uh, who understands really pushing a, pushing a team because I I know the workouts today are not the workouts that we had back in the day. Right. But I know, you know, you can push guys and put pressure on guys in a way that that is going to make them make the game easier, you know. And so I remember, you know, going through all the all of our offseason training and, and what training camp was for us. And it made us plan on Saturday's cake. That was just it was just fun. That was the bonus, actually. And so I, I I'm pretty sure, and, you know, from what I've heard um, and seen some, they go through it like like he 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 puts them through it, bro, and he he makes sure that they're ready to play on Saturdays. And if anything, they're gonna they're gonna you know play with their hair ears pinned back and their hair on fire. So you feel like Oklahoma is set, ready to go, and won't the transition won't be as drastic as people may seem, may think. 
you know, because you're, you're leaving one conference and, and, you know, like anything else, you build your teams according to the people that you're going to play with in that conference. Right. And now you're headed into a, a, a different yeah. beast. A, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like you're, 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 yeah. you're heading into a different beast. And, and, yeah. and, and maybe you may say that the SEC is kind of top heavy. Of course, you have your Georgias and your Alabamas and, you know, your Tennessees and stuff like yep. that. But you, you have a good feeling that the leadership that's on this Oklahoma football team right now, they're, they're, they're poised to have a, have a good running in the SEC. It won't look a like good, like like little yeah, like you won't like little, little bro me. Little kid. Yeah, yeah. You won't little, like, you don't feel yeah, like Oklahoma's gonna be little bro. Not little bro. Yeah. Not little, week to week, we're not. It's not gonna be forty to ten. Right. You know, like no, no. I think and and to me with what we got returned on defense and the way they want to the way coach has built the defense and continue to recruit and and uh, bring kids in through the portal is inside out, defense line, offensive line out. And I'm like, that's that's championship ball. Like, if, if you're going to be in the SEC, yo yo them them yo, uh, any in between the lines, the trenches, the trenches, you you must be stout. Like, yeah. you don't have a choice. Yeah. Or you will get ran out. And I think we've we've done a great job of putting guys in there that that are stout. Do you think college football is ruined? Like, do you think with the with the new way of the NIL, mm. the portal, and how guys can jump in and jump out and and just transfer at the drop of a dime. Like, yeah. do you think, do you, cause when we came up, it was a little bit more controlled. And I, I, I like the fact that players are getting paid. I do, I do like that fact. Yeah. Yep. But I think the NCAA for so long tried to keep it in their favor that when mm -hmm. it flipped, it went so far left, right? It was like, it was a, it was like, like a huge overcorrection, right? right? It was a dam. Right, yeah, and, and it broke. It broke. Completely, and, and, and so yeah, do you, and everything do you, at once. Like, like is college football ruined? Like do, the days of like being able to really see college football and and see guys, you know, because you may go, you may go in September and see a squad, and that squad look completely different in January. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's, did that ruin Absolutely. college football? Did it enhance college? Like, where, where like, where do you feel so, with the NIL and the, the portal? I and all love that? the, I love the NIL, of course. Like, I love guys getting paid, but I, and I also love the fact that kids can have a freshman year, be freshman All-American and say, you know what, I'm going to go hit the market because I'm going to see what I can get, like straight up. And I, I know if I go somewhere, I'm going to be able to plug in, play, make plays, and do what I do. I think the challenge in college football, I don't, I don't think it's ruined. I don't think it's ruined. I think the challenge now becomes coaches that can get a group of men in January, develop them, put a product on the field at the beginning of the season and, and truly try to make a run at a championship is more difficult. Yeah. It's way more difficult. But I think the coaches that, that do it and do it well um, will do it well. I think there's going to be more parity. I think I've always thought the bottom, the bottom of college football has been rising. Because what we did not have when we were younger was trainers. Correct. Yes. At all. We right. didn't have no, 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 no. train like no. these. And so the one on one personal trainer, the one on one personal right. trainer. Exactly. Right. We didn't have the trainers, trainers and, and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. And so to, and today, goodness, like kids, I mean, eight years old, seven years old, they got personal one on one trainers and people like me telling a 10 year old to think about whatever that I was thinking about while I was in the NFL. That flows down downhill, right. and it's going to be beautiful for the the bottom tier of college football. And so I think there will be more parity in college football as time goes on, 
um, with the transfer portal and the 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 raise the raising of the the quality of uh, the skill between college players, and that's going to make that those twelve those twelve teams that get into that last tournament. Mm -hmm. That's going to make that intriguing to me. I think that that them moving to a twelve team tournament was monumental, and they they had to do it because it needed something to keep kids in these games. Right. This is that that's one of them. Um, I think there should be more. I mean, kids getting paid. I think kids should get paid for bowl games too. I think there should be some kind of bonus thing okay. for teams for kids going into bowl games, especially if you make the final twelve. I think those are two things that help incentivize kind of at the end of the season where it's you're you're seeing full rosters go at it. But I I think the level of college football. I mean the the quality of college football will remain the same because I think the quality's going up. How do you feel about contracts? Like, for example, like, hey, you come to Oklahoma. Um, right now we're saying a, a four-year deal. You're a quarterback, right? You're right. a five-star. We're saying four-year deal, $6 million. But if you leave, mm. you don't get that. Okay. I mean, I, I'm, I, I think they're – that, that's, the so, that's the biggest gripe right, right now. It it's is. Like, because, like you said, I can have a kid in January. That's right. Who – no one really knows. <laughs> and I take all spring and all summer and I develop and I work and I put the time, energy, and effort in. Mm -hmm. And then he blows up in September, October, November. Yep. And then he's gone. That's right. Right. Absolutely. And so if I'm a smaller school and, and I develop this player and now Oklahoma steps in and go. Yep. Which is ha going to happen. Which is going to happen. Yep. Right. You're right. But. If you're able to lock these kids into it, I'm, I'm just I'm throwing no, out no, scenarios. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, if you're able to say, all right, you know, hey, we're gonna give you a two-year deal, two hundred and fifty thousand, because this kid, you know, right. is whatever it is, right. and and now you kind of have to be locked into that, because right. even at the, even at the higher level, because now you you know you have it where you can have you have Oklahoma kids. Yeah, I mean, look at look yeah, at, yeah, look yeah. at Caleb Williams. Look at Caleb right? Williams. Yeah, yeah, Caleb yeah. Williams. We and just then, had a uh, Caleb Green or Caleb Green or Green left and went to Missouri, freshman. Right. Killed. Yep. But and yep, so you're like, absolutely. but you're like, shoot, dog, we 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 were planning on you being here next year. Yeah. And then now you up and you're you're in you're in California. Right. Because coach goes there and I get all that kind of stuff. But it's like no doubt. Now you left the void that we have to fill. Well, guess guess what? I mean, obviously, coaches ain't switching every year. Mm -hmm. But I mean, they're they're switching. And they let a coach come in, do a tremendous job with the team, gotcha. and get an offer. I mean, he's probably going to leave, especially if it was on like a mid, lower to right. mid team. He definitely. And so those players are looking, I mean, the same way. And the coaches, they should know. I mean, they know that. They know this, this is a stepping stone. And then as a coach at a mid and lower tier level, it's my job to make this player as good as possible because you know what? We're going to get another one. And you know what's going to happen? Man, this coach, he developed him. He developed him. He developed his next job is going to be at Georgia. Right. His next job is going to be a head guy over <laughs> right, there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. And so it's, I, I love the, the market, the open market I that says if you are really good as a player or as a coach, you have the ability that year to switch team, to move on, or do whatever it is that you want to do. I, I like the pressure on coaches to have 60 guys come in in January and y'all got – Three quarters of it, well, not even two thirds of the year to figure it out. Right. Because you got to show up in September and we're going to see what you got. 
I, I like that. Okay. No. <laughs> I like that challenge itself. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. All right. So we'll, we'll see. Who, we'll, who we'll, end, we'll end with this. Um, two things. We're, 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 we're in the playoff season now, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and your Ravens, number one seed. They're not bad. They're not bad. They're not bad. They're not bad. Not bad this year. Um, they're playing football this week. Yeah. Had the bye week last week. 3.30 Saturday. What what do you feel like is this the year that they have to take that next step? Lamar Jackson and, and company, like do they have to take well, that next step of all right, we've been flirting around with this thing for a while and yep. we got some weapons in there, some things yep. are happening for us. Yep. Um they signed um uh the running back from the Jets, um, yeah, Dalvin Cook. Cook. Big uh, signing. So that's a huge, that's, that's huge. Big, that's huge. He's, um, he's a dude. Yeah. Uh but now it's like everything it is, is the pressure's there. Yeah. It's real. I think Lamar definitely has the most riding on, like, most pressure on his shoulder, like, for sure, because of every everything that comes with and has been, you know, circled around Lamar and already having an MVP and headed to number two, to me, um, it, yeah, it's real. It, it has to – it's like it, it really is Super Bowl or, or bust um, with what we've built – Lamar kind of into and then his performance has been you know <laughs> like otherworldly just super really super efficient I'll say um and so yeah that pressure's there and in addition to what he puts on himself like I, I mean we he says it publicly and with, with no no shame no fear um that's what it's about and so yes and and do I think I I, I have no doubt in my mind and you know Taking a week off, having a week off, you know, like getting a bye week. Offenses sometimes struggle. Passing game mostly struggles after a, a, a bye week. Um, but what I think is beautiful about Baltimore is that our defense is ridiculous, and we're number one to run. We, we run the ball, and Lamar has legs that can be used to kind of scave off whatever, you know, passing lull or, or, you know, whatever happens in the passing game. And so that, I, I think that sets us up and gives us a really, really good chance to dominate Houston. To make some noise. Mm -hmm. That's a good story in Houston. I, I, I like that story that they have going on there with C.J. Stroud and D'Amico Ryan. But, yeah, Baltimore is definitely um, – I, I said all year long that the Niners were the best team in football until I watched the Ravens yeah. put a hurting on Everybody them. Everybody right? like, said that. Yeah, like they put, their, they put their hands on the Niners. And I was like I, – I watched the Niners, and yeah. I was like, bro, they're so well orchestrated and built offensively, defensively, special team. I was like, it's going to be tough to beat them. And then Baltimore was like, we're going to put these paws on them. That's right. And, and they did that. And so I'm, I'm interested to see how they, how they fare this playoffs. But, and I'll end yeah. with this yeah. uh, because we are in Cowboy country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and whether that you're was, a Cowboy fan or you're not a Cowboy yeah. fan. We right? talk Cowboys. You, we talk you know Cowboys. They're in the yeah. A block at all, at all times. Absolutely. Um, what do you make of the Cowboys? It's just as an organization, yeah. as a whole, and then what happened ah. last week, and, and and now they bring ah. back Mike McCarthy. Like, like, what is your what is your feeling about just Cowboy Nation right Cowboy now? Nation. I just Cowboys feel like a, a spectacle almost, you know. And and I mean, it, it is America's team, and they're always in the light. Um, and I, I, the last few years have have been good, um, minus the you know first first round exits yeah. um and it when i look at the cowboys I, I always say if if they're not built strong down the middle they will never get back to where they were at the d lines of, of old their o-line of old and dallas offense offense is, is great and we know offense sells tickets yep. 
defense, defense, like defense, defense wins championships. So uh, every game I'm watching, I'm like, man, or anytime they're going to play somebody that, that knows how to run the ball, that knows how to scheme up, or has a really good run scheme and, and, and run the ball well, and then marry that with the passing game, to me, I'm not taking that bet. I'm betting against Dallas because for whatever reason, they have not built that defense from the inside out. And when they're lining up safeties at linebacker, <laughs> I'm telling you, like, that, yeah. that ain't going to I, I told people that, work, that's not going to work. That's it not going to work. No. That ain't um, it. Is Dak Prescott good enough to win it all? I believe so. I believe – I've actually – I've been a – I'm a Tony Romo dude, but um, Dak has – to me, he, he's grown. Like, I, I've enjoyed watching him progress, and I know the work that he puts in. Like, I, I, I know what he wants. I know he's, like, so passionate about everything that he's doing. Um, I'm, I, I, I think Dak can physically get it done. Absolutely, without a doubt. Um, Mentally, I think it takes a staff around him, and he needs a defense. Like he has to have a defense. Every, every anybody that that that's you know really won a Super Bowl, they had a decent enough defense to get them or set him up to have the game-winning drive or to have the opportunity to make the play to win the game. And sometimes the defense won the game. And so without that, Dak will never win a championship. And so. I, I know they're keeping, you know, Coach McCarthy, and I think, you know, Coach, everybody loves McCarthy as a person. But, man, I, if he's not putting his stamp on the fact that that defense needs to change from a physicality standpoint, they're not going to do anything different. They're going to win a bunch of games and lose the ones that matter most. Is C.D. Lamb, has he finally ascended into that conversation of an elite receiver? Do you put him oh, in that conversation 1, with, with Tyreek Hill and Jamar Chase and all those guys? Absolutely, absolutely. That's, a, I mean, absolutely. that's not elite. biased, right? That's not, that's not biased by you. Yeah, because obviously not, he's a sooner. It's all love. I know. It's not a biased thing, right? That's my guy. Okay, okay. I'm just making sure this is an honest conversation. It's unfiltered. It's unfiltered with Jesse Holly. I want to be I don't want to like this. I did not have him in that. Okay. I did not have I had him in the same dead category okay. like I did I think Des is an absolute boss when it comes to ability playmaking ability explosive plays just explosive dude I put CD in that category not elite receiver okay. this year he t last year he took a step this year he took another step yeah. and he did it at a high level consistently a couple years in a row that's that's special. This year was 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 extremely special, and it was it, it's also IQ because he don't just play over there. He don't just play over there. They move him here, there, and everywhere. That that is elite. Yeah. Period. So yeah. All right, man. Absolutely. Uh, thank you, brother. I appreciate you, man. Absolutely. Appreciate thank you, man. Me. All right, Love man. It. You got to do what you got to do. Like, subscribe, hit the notification button on all platforms. Myth the fourth along on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. Fanatic views. Uh, Unfiltered with Jesse Holly on YouTube. And remember. And remember, ask yourself the question, what would Big U tell Big U that could help you in the future? All right. Eliminate the contingencies. I'm out.